This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Becky Well Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, and the very thirsty Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And folks, check out the BetMGM bonus bet on the house. Players will receive a bonus bet upon login to our BetMGM Sportsbook every Friday for the next three weeks. Claim period extends through Saturday and Sunday, 72 hours to log in to claim, and then 72 hours to use the bonus bet after you log in. All eligible players will be awarded a bonus bet of a predetermined value. Bonus bets will be awarded in all live states except New York and Nevada. So let's talk about today's MLB card. And I would like to start with the Phillies taking on your Washington Nationals. We have got Michael Lorenzen on the bump going up against, uh, who are they going up against? Uh, Jonah Don. Did I get that right? Yeah, sure. Uh, so Big Michael Jones Lorenzen show here is famously. Uh, coming... Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh <laughs> Hi, Mom. Yeah, that's right. Hi, Paul's Michael Mom. Michael Lorenzen is... Hi, Paul's Mom. Does she listen when Wait, what is... Your, your mom's name's Jackie, right? Mine? Mine? Yeah, no. Jake's. Don't give up my mother's government name, Aaron. What are we doing there? Well, no, I just noticed mine's mom's But yes, you Judy, are correct. So we got Judy, Joan, Jackie, all Big J show. Marilyn. Ah, oh, my grandma's name is Marilyn. Was that right? Dang it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Sorry. A little correlation yeah. of mother's names I just noticed. <laughs> Starting with the letter J. This show is brought to you by. It's, my mom, I'm sure, apologizes for that. Uh, Michael Lorenzen uh, coming off of his no-hitter. And normally, uh, we here on the program like to fade pitchers coming off of no-hitters. But... He does have additional days off, nine to be exact. It was a grueling no-hitter that Lorenzen threw, more than 120 pitches. Uh, So then the question is, okay, is it okay to still back uh, Lorenzen coming off of no-hitter with additional rest? But minus 200, unless it's the A's, that to me is a massive number, a a little bit too much when – I still feel like Lorenzen is probably due Mm. for some regression. So in that respect, right away, Nat's first five run line at minus 105 uh, seems intriguing to me. Yeah, I love that. Um, That is not one that I looked at, but I do see your case. What is uh, first five, you said, run line? That's where you're going to bet a full game run line. Minus 105. Yeah, I like that. First five sounds like mm-hmm. a play there. 
but I did not look at that one. What's what I had my eye on was, yeah, Giants at Braves, first five-run line. So mm. we've got Cobb versus Strider. Um, Cobb, ERA 362, expected ERA 469, XFIP 343. We all know Strider. He's really good, and so are the Braves. So uh, even though I think Cobb and Strider, you look at Cobb's advanced metrics, an XFIP of 343 compared to Strider's 287, could there be some value on the Giants? Possibly if this was any other team, but it is the Braves. And they are just so good. So I think Braves' mm-hmm. first five run line is the way to go here for me. I, I do think that makes a lot of sense. And with the, the strikeout numbers with Strider, that is just such a difference maker that I, I, I find it hard to go any other direction other than the Braves, even though the Giants are playing well. And uh, I like Alex Cobb overall. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, just the Braves are a juggernaut right now, and it's uh, hard to fade them in some way. I want to talk. Uh, we mentioned the, the Dodgers uh, at the top of the show and just how well they're playing. The winning streak has been uh, super impressive. And I know that I keep coming back to this whole Tony Gonsolin thing. Someone who is, in terms of advanced numbers, always poised for regression, but it just never seems to happen for some reason. Uh, you know, you look at Wobegs, Woba difference or XCRA, XFIP, whatever it is, he's a pitcher who you go, when is this going to fall apart for him? And then for some reason, it doesn't when it comes to, you know, the overall final score. And now he's going up against Sandy Alcantara, who has pitched a lot better now than he has at the start of the season. So if Gonsolin continues to maintain this voodoo, going up against Alcantara, who should pitch well, in a matchup like this one, even though the Dodgers bats were largely cold and you figure, okay, it's probably hard for them to have two bad offensive outings. This is one where in terms of the overall bets, I want to work on this one a little bit because the total for the game is eight and a half. It is choose to the over at minus 120. The Dodgers are minus 135 favorites. That's not terrible to me. And, you know, while Alcantara can pitch well here, Dodgers bats can wake up and it might be the Mm. Miami bullpen that gets shellacked. So I think even at minus 135, the Dodgers may offer just a little bit of value here and can extend that winning streak to 12 games. At some point it will stop, but I don't know if it's at home tonight. I'm glad you said that because I was worried for a second you were going to go down the I'm backing the Marlins path and it ends tonight. (laughs) And I was going to say... Every time I want to back the Marlins, it just, whether it's Lazardo or Sandy, it just doesn't work out for me. I was looking at Dodgers team total over four and a half, uh, I think could also mm. be an interesting play. It's only minus 105, but you look at that total for the entire game at eight and a half, I think the Dodgers could could clear four and a half, as you were mentioning. The bats could wake up. They could get things going. I have a sense they win again. It will come to an end, but I just don't think it is tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if, say, like that winning streak gets to like 14 games, 15 games before we start to think it's a little too long, regardless of overall talent, that this might be a spot where, I mean, the Dodgers could sweep another series here at some point, like, and it might be to someone random, 
that it ends but yeah th- this is what's still the vibe like where... in la are you know are people yeah. talking about it is there a buzz right now I think it's something where because the postseason woes have lasted for quite some time, sans the 2020 season, I think it's something where there's cautious optimism, but that's about the extent of it. Like, it's still exciting, but it's also a deal where we've seen this story before, we've read this story before, and things have fallen apart uh, in Dodger country, I guess, uh, in October. So the expectations are still very high, and they should be. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a series uh, not long from now against the Braves. That will be highly anticipated around these parts. But until that happens, this is something where, yeah, it's a feel-good story, but they want everything to kind of come together because the division seems all but wrapped up. That two-seed or at least a bye feels all but wrapped up at this point. Uh, but also the expectations have been there to achieve such things for a long time now. So now it's about, mm-hmm. okay, can the starting pitching put everything together to where they're going to be ready for October baseball? That's what they're looking for more than anything else. And can it be there? Again, the Braves are such a juggernaut that it's a big question. But I would yeah. say the vibe is good, but it's cautiously optimistic. I remember I moved to LA in 2020 during baseball season and it was really cool. I mean, everywhere you went, people were talking about the Dodgers. You see the people watching the games, just walking around. So yeah, cool for them. I mean, it's crazy. I had kind of written them off and was worried about the pitching and now it's just incredible Mm -hmm. what they're doing. So uh, another game I was looking at is the Brewers and the Rangers. Uh, Did you look at this one at all? I was looking at the pitcher. So we've got Woodruff and Haney. So ERA 199 for Woodruff, uh, expected ERA 272, XFIP 330. And then for the Rangers, ERA 417, expected ERA 472, XFIP 449. So I love the Rangers, don't get me wrong. But I was wondering, is this a spot to back the dog when you've got Woodruff first five run line? Or should I just go first mm-hmm. five? First five run line. Gosh, this number is all over the place. Some books have mm. uh, the Brewers as plus one and a half, and other books have them as minus one and a half. I, I should probably just go money line here. Yeah, plus 110 is the best number. First five money line for the Brewers. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
this does feel kind of even. And Milwaukee, you know, coming off of getting swept by the Dodgers, uh, continuing the road trip against the Rangers, I mean, that's a tough stretch for them. Oh, but yeah. again, at some point, it has to regress positively. Like, it can't continue to be this lengthy losing streak because Milwaukee's not that bad uh, as much as we want to complain about that division. So it definitely is a spot where if you can get a little bit of wiggle room somehow with backing Milwaukee, I think that's the play there. Um, mm-hmm. Whichever way you want to go that route, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's just fine for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like if you're mm-hmm. in Milwaukee on this tough schedule stretch, you got to take advantage of Woodruff on the mound as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Mariners and Astros, uh, Bryce Miller going up against J.P. France. This is a deal where I get that, you know, I, I definitely get this this deal where Houston is, you know, playing lights out and they're clearly the better team, you know, just look at the division standings, uh, those kinds of things. But JP France is due for regression. Woba X Woba difference uh, certainly suggests as much. And at minus yep. 155, to me, this is a slight misprice. I do feel like that the Mariners could come away with a victory. And run line, I don't think works at minus 160, but I think a full game at plus 125, I think offers some real value with Bryce Miller. Neither pitcher has a whole lot of experience against the other ball club, uh, so no real edge to be found there. But I do feel like France could, could you know, suffer a little bit of regression here, especially against a, a super hot M's team. You know, it's funny we were talking about uh, just how well Seattle's playing as far as uh, contending mm-hmm. for a wild card spot. In the last two games against the Royals, granted it is KC, but in the last two games, Julio Rodriguez had nine hits and seven RBI. You talk about someone who already had the potential to go off. He is absolutely doing it right now. So there may be some value in embracing recency bias and backing Rodriguez in a matchup where the pitcher he's going up against could get shellacked. Over one and a half hits is almost two to one, plus 190. Mm. I love that. I mean, it's also taking advantage of a player who's been red hot, and I don't think this is a situation where he will cool off. What is he to get a home run? Plus 390. Oh, I almost think plus 190 for two hits is better, but either way, I think any way you want to back Julio Rodriguez is a good look. I also looked at this game, too. Uh, my favorite play is Mariners plus 121st five. I noticed the same thing that okay. you pointed out with France for the Astros. His ERA is 274, but his expected ERA is 423, and his XFIP 451. So you're 100% correct. Mm. This guy is due for some regression. And so Miller... He's not. His numbers are consistent. If you look at his advanced metrics, 404 ERA, expected ERA 426, and his XFIP is 431. Pretty close to that 404 ERA. So give me the Mariners, who have been so good lately. Uh, First five money line at plus 120. Even if J-Rod slows down just a little bit, over one and a half bases is minus 115. I think that's still in play here. Whether it's yeah. starting pitching or the bullpen, I think backing Rodriguez here 
even with total bases, uh, I think there's still some value there, not just because he's red hot, but he's definitely someone who has an incredibly high ceiling and he's achieving it right now against, you know, a lot of pitching. So I, I look at that and say there, there are a ton of ways to back the Mariners here. First five, full game, J-Rod, hits, bases, a lot of places where I really like the Mariners it, here. It, on the flip side, if we're fading J.P. France, is there like something we could do there in terms of his props? Mm. Ooh, over five and a half hits kind of seems like a lot. But will they keep him out there for that? That's my yeah. Question. Okay, yeah. so not that earned runs. Maybe. Gosh, they're two Perhaps. and a half. Uh, yeah, I'd stay away from that too. I mean, it's possible, but I don't think it's a lock. <laughs> right. All right. I thought there By might the way, be something there we could find. <laughs> for entertainment value more than anything else, uh, love looking at strikeout props for Spencer Strider. Today it's at eight and a half, and it is juiced to the under oh, at minus my 155. Goodness. So you want to go over eight and a half Ks, first off, you know. <laughs> May the spirits be with you, but uh, over uh, a Navis plus 115, so that would be fun. Those mm-hmm. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will circle back to the NFL receiving divisional markets. That's right here on the BetQL Network.